You are now watching the Ball and Beats podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back in to another episode here at the Ball and Beats podcast. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and hit that push notification bell to stay up to date on all new videos. We have a fun, jam-packed episode here today. I'm joined alongside me right now with Aaron, Allen, and Spencer, and we are going to do a quick fire round here of our NFL free agency talk here. Let's get into our first segment of the day, football. Let's go. And so to pick back up on our free agency talk, last week we kind of dived into divisions and what teams need. We're going to do a fire round, quick fire round here from a bunch of divisions here. We're going to start <laughs> in the AFC South, and we're going to work our way to AFC South, NFC South, AFC West, and NFC West today. Each team in each division, one player. One player they should get in free agency. Let's start with Spencer in the AFC South with the division winner, the Houston Texans. Yeah, the Texans, really young team. Um, I think someone that would really help them out would be a Leonard Williams or a Daniil Hunter, someone who's experienced on the defensive line. Um, their D-line, other than Will Anderson, really wasn't that great, so I really think one of those players would really help them out in the long run. Okay. Allen, over to the Jags. The Jags, I think that they could use another tight end. I think Hunter Henry could be the answer. Um, they do need a blocking tight end, I do think, in the run game. And I also believe Brian Burns could also be that hidden gem for their defense. Aaron with the Colts? Um, I think they go out. They need to go outside, playmaker, get a receiver, alongside Michael Pittman in this free agency. Okay, is there anyone in particular? Um well, not T. Higgins anymore because he got Higgins, franchise tag. So Calvin Ridley. Yeah, Calvin, Calvin Ridley's Calvin the Ridley biggest could, name, yeah. Calvin Ridley could be a guy. For me, with the last place team in Tennessee, you could go multiple ways. You could go offensive line. You could go different routes. But I think they need to go receiver. And if you look at their receiver room, it's always been big guys. I think they need to go small. I think they need to go speedy. I think they need to go with Hollywood Brown from Arizona. Really maybe change up that style of offense that they have in Tennessee as it's been really the ground and pound and big game. I think they need to go more innovative and go the speed route, really, and get like a Tyreek Hill-like wide receiver for them. Uh, let's move over into the, the NFC South, and I'm going to start off with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay's biggest move, they have a lot. There's a lot on the on the plate. They have a quarterback they need to resign. They have a wide receiver they may need to resign. They have a lot of people on the defense. But I think the most important thing they need to do, I think they need to resign Baker Mayfield. I think that's their most important piece. They need to keep Baker Mayfield on this team. He has fit that mold well in Tampa Bay with Todd Bowles and company down there. And he's really found a home. He's found his spot in the NFL. You know, he bounced around. But Tampa Bay, that's his home. That's where he belongs. And he should not be anywhere else. He fits way too well down there. Aaron. So. Okay. <laughs> I was okay. Um, so I the Land Falcons. Yes. And I think they go quarterback. Everyone believes it. The biggest name I have written down for them is go out there and try to get Justin Fields. Okay. From Chicago Ooh, Bears yeah. and make them the yeah. quarterback of the future. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Allen. I got the Saints. And you know what they need besides a quarterback? 
they need someone to really help with the offensive line. So I believe that they could go and be a team that gets David Questenberry out. <laughs> and they're a nice offensive tackle. He's a vet. I know he's not like an all-star offensive tackle, but sometimes you just need like a that like veteran who can like help out the young line to really protect the quarterback of their future, whether it be Winston, Carr, whoever they may get. Spencer with the depleted, awful, the lovable as I'm gonna call it, the lovable losers out in Carolina. Shout out Josh, one of my friends. He's a Panthers fan. Sorry, buddy. Um, their main get right now is getting Bryce Young help. Um, whether that's a receiver, whether that's on the offensive line, they need to help this man out. I think with getting Canales as their head coach will help out. He kind of resurrected Baker Mayfield uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But I think a really good name would be either Tyron Smith, tackle from Dallas. I think he'd really help on their O-line. Or a receiver who's in their division, Mike Evans. I think having two veteran receivers and Adam Thielen and Mike Evans will really help out Bryce Young. That way he can get more settled in because he looked completely out of it this season. Yeah, to move over to the AFC West, go back to Spencer. Yeah, for the Super Bowl champs, I mean, not a whole lot. I mean, they they just won the Super Bowl. You have Patrick Mahomes. You really don't need a lot. Um, Obviously, re-signing Chris Jones and LeJarrius Sneed is one and two. I think Chris Jones is the main one, and I think they're going to franchise tag LeJarrius Sneed. A guy that I could see them going and getting, who I think you could get for cheap if given the right deal, is Hollywood Brown from Arizona. I think he would want to ring chase, and I think he would really help out this offense and the young guys like Rushy Rice. Allen, the Denver Broncos. Oof, they got well, a lot. They got a lot of right. questions. Well, they do. <laughs> yeah, Broncos country left wide. Anyways, yeah. um, I went the defensive route because their defense does need help. I was thinking they definitely need Patrick Queen. He could be a good linebacker for them. He's a really good edge rusher when needed, and he's also really good at getting to the running back and covering the tight ends. Or another one, Jalen Johnson out of the Bears. Sertan, he needs help back there. And adding another person like Jalen could really help that. Aaron with the Las Vegas Raiders. So I had two players. One of them was LeJarius Sneed, um, corner to help the Raiders secondary. But right now, uh, the main player I wrote down, you don't know who the quarterback is. I don't believe Aiden O'Connell's the future. We definitely know it's not Jimmy G. They're not up there enough to draft somebody. So I said go and try to get Gardner Minshew. Ooh, Have someone okay. fill in for a season and try to, so you can figure out what exactly your plan is. Some good is. things in Indy this he, year. He, he really did. did oh, he sh- they well. should have made the playoffs. You know, the, yeah. if you know, if the receiver would have caught the ball to end the game, they would have. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the made pass the was a little behind him. Okay, yeah. I was gonna yeah. caught it. I saw it. Touched his hands. Could have <laughs> caught it. For me, I got the last place, L.A. Chargers. There's a lot of routes they could go. They don't have a lot of money. My first move, I was thinking to get that money is to cut Khalil Mack. Oof, because yeah. if you cut Khalil Mack, you do save a lot of money. Khalil Mack, he is expendable. Do you want to lose Joey Bosa or do you want to lose Khalil Mack? Khalil Mack's got to be that guy to go. And it's no offense to Khalil, but Joey Bosa fits better in L.A. Yeah. And with that, you get money, and you go after a guy Allen talked about. You need help in the secondary. you got to get Jalen Johnson. He's the best free agent in the secondary this offseason, and that team was awful in pass coverage. Mm-hmm. They've been awful. Mm-hmm. And really rushing. They've been awful in pretty much all defense. Brandon Staley didn't help out. Brandon no, Staley has no. to help out. <laughs> no. but they have talent on defense. Got, Brandon Staley's just the worst head coach in he, the league. He got hired from being a defensive coordinator yeah. and then had the worst defense basically for the past couple of years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Getting into the NFC West to wrap it up. The San Francisco 49ers, your runner-up in Super Bowl 58. 
they're going to need someone to be opposite of Nick Bosa or on that defensive line. I know they have Chase Young. I don't think they'll be able to re-sign him. I don't think they have the money to re-sign Chase Young. So they got to go out there, and they got to get someone who's older, great depth piece, and brings a lot of experience to the league. I think they need to get Calais Campbell for one more year to end it off. Okay. I think that would be a great piece on that defensive line. A amazing presence that you could even help mentor even the young. I mean, I know Nick Bosa has been around, but mm. a Walter Payton man of the year, a great talent, a great person. I think Calais Campbell fits that mold in San Francisco really well. Yeah. Aaron, I have the Seahawks, and this I've got to be tough. This I one's be a tough one. A lot it, it was kind of tough, but I went to offensive line route. Um, it was kind of the biggest need out of all of them that they needed, and. This is going to be a fun name to say, but I said Jonah Williams. Oh, because okay. let's be real, the man's yeah. probably not going to play in Cincinnati. No, because they no, went and got not. Orlando Brown Jr., so he's yeah. kind of just in a standstill right now. If not playing or ta- not, he's solid. He ta- was a solid tackle, just not good enough for what the Bengals want. Yeah. So they went out, went, got Orlando Brown Jr., and I think they would go go out and go get Jonah Williams. Allen, the Los Angeles Rams. You know, I love. I love me some Matthew Stafford. But anyways, I think they should go out and get Darnell Mooney, another wide receiver that you can put opposite of Cooper Cup. I believe that this offense would flourish with him. They're already It's already a good offense, in my opinion. I just think that that would help bolster this team. Spencer, wrapping it up here with the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, the Cardinals can go a little bit uh, anywhere. They need to focus mostly on defense, in my opinion. But I also think because they ranked 31st in total points per game allowed in the league, their defense was terrible. They also need to give Kyler Murray some help because with Holly Brown, Hollywood Brown most likely moving on, they might need to sign another receiver. Guys that I came up with, Michael Pittman Jr., I think would be a young, I think they're around the same age, 25, 26, same with Kyler Murray, and Brian Burns on the defensive line. I think that would really help this Cardinals defense out because they didn't get any pressure and they just, their defense was terrible last year. Those are two yeah. good guys. The thing is, I think both of those you could see get that franchise tag. Both. There's of them. a lot of like Jalen Johnson. A lot of, a lot could of get guys could get the tag. Mike Evans could get the franchise Pittman's tag. I think just going to get extended. Pittman, I think, is going to get the tag it, it, to an extension. Yeah. I think. He's Indy, stay Indy loves him way too much. Yeah. The whole city loves him. There, there's a lot of guys this year. I think that's the biggest part of this free agency this year is you're going to see a lot of franchise tags. Well, yeah. Yes. A lot of the guys that we them. all said they are probably either going to either get extended or franchise tags. Yes. Yeah. But they would be huge fits for teams in need like the ones we mentioned yeah so that's going to wrap up our football talk here at the ball and beats podcast but when we come back toledo star basketball player javen simmons will be joining us here on set don't go anywhere you're watching the ball and beats podcast while we are at a break in the action this is the perfect time to go to ballandbeatshop.com you can use star toledo basketball player dante maddox jr's custom discount code you can use his discount code Dante21 for 21% off your entire order at the Ball and Beat Shop. If you love BNB, then don't leave Dante and us on Do Not Disturb. Back to the show. And to the rack, head in for Javen Simmons. And then right down the middle is Javen Simmons for the jam. Side. Nice pass to Simmons, gathers, and puts it in. That's just not a normal freshman play. 
lead was 10. And Jamin Simmons count the basket. And welcome back to the Ball and Beats podcast. I'm very pleased to announce our guest of today, star forward freshman basketball player for your Toledo men's basketball team, Javen Simmons. Javen, how are you doing today? Man, I'm good, man. It's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate y'all for having me, man. Of course, of course. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we're going to start out with some questions just about, you know, your upcoming at Toledo, where you were in high school and just everything about you. But first, how was your first year at Toledo been? I mean, it's my second year, but first year playing basketball. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been fun now that I get to incorporate my basketball life to it. Uh, people ain't know who I really was last year, and that was fun. But now people know what type of player I am on the court, and that's really what I wanted to do. I wanted to make an impact my first year here. So um, I'm just blessed that I'm able to have an impact on the community and the kids. You know? Yeah. Uh, I got a lot of kids walking up to me saying, you know, thank you, and they want to be me. So that 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 just warms my heart. Yeah, you know, you've really made a great impact for this team this year, this Toledo team who's, you know, trying to make some noise in the MAC tournament here in the next couple of weeks, and sure. we'll see how that goes. Alan? I want to ask you, when did basketball really start becoming a part of your life? Um, You know, when I was born, you know, I, out the womb really it was destined for me. My mom played basketball at the University of Dayton. Um, my uncle was a star basketball player. I mean, he chose football. He played football at the University of Miami. Um, that's of Ohio, though. And uh, my dad, you know, he was a basketball player. So it was just been destined in me. But my grandpa really got me started in, like, kindergarten, uh, pre-K, just going to the YMCA to just hoop. And, you know, he was training me early. I wasn't always the best kid, though. Uh, I did suck at a point in time. (laughs) But uh, when I really started taking basketball seriously, it was probably about my 10th grade year of high school. And that's when I realized I could be good and play at the Division One level. And that's when I start, especially that COVID year, because, like, there was nothing to do, Yeah, you know? Yeah. So just go to the park and you run. And when the gym would open, we would just – my brother would take me to the gym and we would just work out for hours. Like, there was nothing – there's nothing else to do. It's not like you can go to the movies. It's not like you can go, you know, shopping. So I was – I definitely closed the gap in the talent. That was better than me at that point in time because while everybody else was sitting at home, I was in the gym. Yeah. And I was working and I was running the, the track and I was getting stronger by doing push ups and sit ups. And, you know, he had his own weight room. So mm-hmm. we would go to the park and we would do pull ups on the on the little kids bar, you know? <laughs> yep. What I'm yep. And, uh, or the monkey, the monkey uh, bars. The monkey bars. <laughs> yeah. It's a good workout. Yeah. It, it can really get your uh, upper body so, strength going. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and when I, when they start letting us play that COVID year, that's when I realized that I I had caught up to a lot of people who were better than me. And then from there, just took off running. Yeah, all that working in the darkness really has really improved your game. I mean, sure. you've been a star for this team. Your first, like, really breakout year for this Toledo men's basketball team, you know, taking the space of a player like JT Shoemate last year, you know, and you've done a lot of great things for this team. And I think my main thing is what made you choose Toledo? Because you, like you said, you have ties to Miami of Ohio. I know that they offered you when you were in high school. What made you choose Toledo? Um, it's the family feel. Mm-hmm. Coach K treat us treat us like you know we're his kids and really my my biggest my biggest reason for coming here was Coach Massey. Um, before I even stepped foot on campus, they had a nickname for me, and that was for before I even committed. Um, Coach Massey just been like my father away from home. I can go to him for anything. Um, he's my trainer. 
You know, he trains me in the morning. And he just he just there for me when I need to talk. Yeah. And uh, J.I., his family is there. And we go over J.I.'s house at, every now and then. You know, we watch the Super Bowl over there. Um, Jordan Love, he's a great guy. You know, he's 30, but he, he understands what it's like. Cause, yeah. You know, he's still in our millennial, our time space, you know, 2012. So. He's not super old. Yeah. He understands the grind old. we're going through. And it's just a family here. All my guys that I play with, you know, Sonny Wilson, that's my brother. Um, me and him, we say. He's had we a good did, impact for this team as well this yeah, year. Greg. We say we the same people. He just smaller. I'm just bigger. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And uh, Raheem Moss and all them, yep. all them guys, they, they're all my brothers, so. I love them all, and it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, we interviewed Raheem in one of our past episodes, and we also interviewed Dante. Um, and the main takeaway that I take from this team is it's just a family atmosphere, like yeah, you said. For sure. you know, they are bought into Coach K, this program, this team, this city, this school. It just seems like everybody's bought into this program and into this team. So, Alan? I do also want to talk. Do you have any NIL deals that you can speak on, anything upcoming? Um. Right right now, uh, my NIL guy, Rick, you know, we got a lot of things in the works. Um, you know, we just did it a little – I did an eating competition earlier this year. Won that. Won losing that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when I'm, when I'm participating in these competitions, I'm not participating. You don't want to lose? Yeah, yeah exactly. You want to win. I'm a winner. Exactly. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't come here to lose. No. But we just got a lot of things in the works. Um, if y'all know the Chip Noonies. Yeah, I've heard um, yep, yep. I'm in a commercial for that. Nice. And uh, when the basketball season over, I have a tattoo in IL, so pretty soon Good I'll be you. getting inked up again. So yep. I, I can't wait for that. But we got a lot of things in the works. Nice, nice. Okay. Um, so as you mentioned, it's your second year here at Toledo, but first year playing. Um, did you? What all did you learn? Like sitting as like a red shirt your first year here. Uh, I would definitely say it was that was definitely the toughest time in my life for me, just cause like something you love to do you can't do. Um, playing basketball.